Welcome to the Prophecy Club. The objective right here, a week away from the Solemn September Assembly, September 18 to 20, and you can find out more about it at watchmanstrumpet.com, is obviously to get people to come to it because we have to have a lot of people. I mean, how many people does it take to cover 350 million people in prayer? I don't know, but I want to have as many people as we possibly can to be there. So I'm going to be playing the audio of a DVD from Pastor Massey. So why and who is he? I think it's very important. For one reason, he is going to be one of the eight ministers that we have at the Solemn September Assembly, along with Dana Coverstone and other ones. But anyway, Jesus came to Massey in 1989. He was actually raised in Pakistan. He taught me how to pronounce it. Pakistan. Jesus came to him in 1989. He was saved in 1993. He endured numerous persecutions and attempts from Muslims always trying to kill him in Pakistan. As a result of all of that, God used him to baptize somewhere around 28,000 people in Pakistan. He started 300 churches there and many other churches around the globe, too. Back in 2016, he came in and made three DVDs with the Prophecy Club. One of them is called The Babylonians Are Coming. And guess what he had been shown? Many things that Dimitri and the other prophets of God have been shown that God has assigned to America. That is, if we don't stop sinning and repent and turn to him and pray it off. He had to study Islam for 14 years. But in 1989, God began to speak to him audibly. And as a result of that, not only the 300 churches, 25,000 people baptized in Pakistan. He's also ministered in 20 countries around the world. He's been in the ministry for almost 30 years. And he's going to be one of the guest members at the Solemn September Assembly. Now, this is actually a two-and-a-half-hour DVD. I've jumped over the first 48 minutes, which are very powerful, but I don't think we have time to cover it before the assembly comes up. So I'm jumping about 48 minutes into it, but if you want to see the whole thing, you can watch the whole thing at watchprophecyclub.com. $20 a month, $200 a year, your choice. Better deal is $200 a year. And you can watch, matter of fact, 300 DVDs anytime you want to at watchprophecyclub.com. So here we go, listening to Pastor Massey. I was invited to preach uh, in this church in Nebraska. I have no idea, you know, what kind of this church is. So as I went, this was a Lutheran church, ELCA, an Evangelical <laughs> Lutheran Church Association. Those who believe in homosexuals are okay and everything goes. I did not know anything about that church. I went there and they say, no, Pastor Massey, you're going to put a gown. Okay. I said, okay, that'll be fine. Because I thought, you know, Paul say, you know, when I was among the Jews, I'll be Jew among the Gentiles. I'm going to be a Gentile so that I could win some for Jesus. I said, I'm going to do this. Whatever I can do, you know, I don't care if they're telling me to wear gown and I will do it. But when I went to the pulpit to preach, the Lord said to me, preach about the homosexuals. <laughs> I said, okay, Lord, I will preach about the homosexuals. And uh, when I start preaching about the homosexuals, the people stood up in the church service. They said, Pastor Massey, that's a wrong interpretation. It's not right what you're telling me. I said, but this is very clear. This is in the Bible. I'm not changing it. I'm just reading from the Bible. And one of the ladies, she stood up. She said, Pastor Massey, I believe that is in the Bible, but can you make it a little bit nicer? 
torn it down. You know? I said, okay, let me ask you, sister. Are you married? She said, yes. I asked her, if your husband sleep with another woman with whom he is not married, what you will call that action? She said, he is committing adultery. I said, that is very harsh. Can you a little bit tone it down and change it? You know, and just say, he did it for change. (laughs) You know, I preach like that. And uh, my goodness, that was uh, my bad Sunday, but a good Sunday too. Good Sunday that uh, half of the church was on my side. And that's why we started the church in Nebraska now, a new church. <laughs> and, uh, and then the bad Sunday was they did not take up any offering for me that day. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I don't care. You know, praise God. You know, God called me to warn. And if I don't do my duty correctly, I'm going to be punished. So I better be doing what God has called me to do. Amen to that. And uh, here we see Revelation chapter 3 verse 14 and 17. And unto the angel of the church of Laodicean, write these things, saith the amen, the faithful, the true witness. The beginning of the creation of God, I know thy works that thou art neither cold nor hot. So you see, this is the condition of the church. If you have watched the War Room movie, have you watched the War Room movie? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, real estate agent. Yeah. Oh, she likes to, she said to the lady, do you drink coffee with a room temperature? <laughs> <laughs> you know, most of the Christians like a room temperature. They're neither hot nor cold. We need to be hot for Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. Glory to Jesus. And if we're not hot for Jesus, he's going to spit, you know, spit us out from his mouth. The warning is there. Many Christians are distorting. Many pastors are distorting this word of God. It's very clear. Hey, this, this letter is to the church. It's not to the, to the homosexual. This is not to George W. Bush. This letter is not to Obama. This letter is not to George Soros. This letter is not to Nancy Pelosi. This letter is to the church. Amen. Amen. And God is saying to the church, because you are neither cold nor hot, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. No matter if you were once, you know, born again one time, but because you are not really following me, you're not bearing fruit, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. So that means... You're gone. You're going to spend your eternity in hell. This is very, very clear. Even a little child can understand what it really means. If Jesus says, I'm going to remove your lampstand. If Jesus says, I'm going to remove your name from the book I have written. What does that mean? If your name is removed from the book of life which he has written, are you going to go to heaven? But these pastors have no clue, no idea. And that's what I saw in hell. Those pastors were also burning in hell. Because they have sold their soul to the devil. Because they don't want to offend anybody. And that's why the wrath of God is going to be poured on on this country. That's very, very important for us to know. And God offers. 
He says, if you buy this gold from me, you know, I want to bless you. I want to give you the new clothes and everything. So we see, read, read in these Bible passages. Then we read in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17 and 19. For the time is coming that the judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their soul to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. So praise God. You know, we need to be really, really walking on a narrow path. Amen. Narrow Amen. path. Amen. No, no right, no left. Right. Follow Jesus Christ. Amen. The second vision I have is Babylonians are coming. This was really a terrible vision I had when I was visiting Arizona. Let me share this vision. I was visiting this town called Arizona, uh, uh, not Payson, how how you say Payson? Payson. Please forgive me, I have sometimes difficult time to pronounce some of those names of the city. The Lord said, I have brought you to this country like my prophet Jeremiah. I used Jeremiah to warn my people in Israel that the Babylonians were coming and were going to take their sons and daughters to be slaves, that they were going to kill them, that they were going to take over their land, that they were going to take their gold, silver, everything. So I will use you to warn the people what is coming if they do, if they do not repent. So we say when God gave me this vision, it was so scary vision. When I saw that vision that the Babylonians are coming, I remember it made me sick. I had a high fever. Remember in the book of Daniel, when Daniel had the vision, he got sick. And uh, I had a high fever that night. And next morning I have to preach in a two services. And I remember I took a number of Tylenols or Advil, whatever it was available in that time, that I could preach. I was shivering. I was so scared. And I was sick for one week, what I saw. And people not willing to believe. But now I see what is happening. Before 2001, I used to tell this thing. But people didn't believe me. And after 9-11 happened, the people started calling me. Oh, Pastor Massey, we thought that you're not telling us the truth. But now we know that you're telling us the truth. This is going to happen as God told the people of Israel to repent. And if they will not repent, they're going to come and take your sons and take your daughters. This is what is happening. Just think about, a guy came from Kenya, married a girl from Wichita, Kansas. Okay, what happened? In the result, that guy, her son, became the president of the United States. And he is promoting Islam. He's not willing to say anything negative about Islam. Please understand, I am not against him as a 
person, but I'm against his values, his uh, things, what he says. He should be telling the truth, but he's not willing to tell us the truth. That's what happened when we don't accept the message when God sent his prophets. So that's what is happening. And it's, it's coming over here. It's coming over here. So we're going to talk more on those things. November 5th, 2008. In this dream, I saw a dark cloud like winter over the U.S. Like it was a wasteland. Towns were like ghost towns. It was a scary place to be. The streets were abandoned. There were no lights. It was very dark. I didn't see any people, but somehow I knew that they were in hiding. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 28 says, When the wicked rise, men hide themselves. But when they are perished, righteous, righteousness increase, a righteous increase. When I had this vision, I was running and running, trying to hide because I knew the military was coming after me. And they were going to capture me. The homes looked abandoned and even seems haunted, demonic, like you have, you know, you may have seen in the horror movies. The soldiers were going from house to house, searching for people. These soldiers were not American soldiers, but rather looked like a foreign soldiers to me. I didn't see them find anyone, but somehow I knew that there were already many that had been gathered. And, you know, they, let me, let, you know, other than for me to read this thing, let me just explain to you. What happened when I had this vision, uh, the people were gathered. They were, they were captured from their homes. And I saw that they were taken to a place, like a camp kind of place. There people are standing in a line, and on the other end, there's a guillotine. And that was very, very scary. I knew today we're going to die. I saw my wife in that line. And when I saw her, I told her that, don't you know that your head is going to be chopped off today? Let me share. She said, yes, I know. Then I said to her, did you get the anesthesia injection into your neck so that you will not feel any pain? I got injection the so that when my neck is cut, I will not feel any pain. She said, what do you mean by anesthesia injection? There is no such thing. They are not going to give us such a thing. Their job is to torture torture us. I am not really talking about that injection. I am talking about whether or not you apply the blood of Jesus on your neck. Just ask the Lord to apply the blood of Jesus so that when you go under the guillotine, you will not feel any pain. You are willing to die for Jesus. She said, yes. Praise God. Glory to Jesus. That's one of the messages. The Lord really brought me in this country. I used to tell, hey, these two guys are running for election. Mitt Romney and uh, what was the other guy? Obama. I said, if this is first of all, they both are evil, okay? James Dobson said, there's no such thing, bigger evil, lesser evil. Evils are evil, okay? This is a, such a bad thing 
this country which was founded on a Christian principle and here's the two guys, one is a Muslim and other is a Mormon to run for the highest office. That is a shame, such a shame that we don't have any godly man to run for this country, for that highest office. And I, I used to tell, if Obama get elected, you should know that the judgment will begin the day he will be elected. So the time is coming. The Lord showed me that America committed another sin by electing Obama as a president. Many of you may be thinking that all of the kings, queens, presidents, rulers of nations are ordained by God. I am not denying that they are not ordained by God. They are, but let's see here. First Samuel chapter 8 verse 10, we read a story of Saul. These Israelites went to Samuel and they asked him, Samuel, we need a king. We must have to have a king. So what happened? Samuel went with this message before God. And God said, you know, let them have a king. Because they're asking for. So let's see what happened. We read in 1 Samuel chapter 8 verse 10. Samuel found Saul and anointed him as a king. God has a perfect will and permissive will. You see, when next picture, I'm going to show you actually the picture. When Samuel anointed Saul to be the king over Israel, he used the flask of oil to anointed Saul to be the king over Israel. Did we read it here somewhere? Okay, let's read here. So Samuel anointed Saul with a flask of oil. But when he anointed David to be the king over Israel, let's see. Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David. Difference in how the two men were anointed. Saul was anointed with the oil from the flask, which is made by man. David was anointed by Samuel with the horn. In the oil, in the horn. Amen? So horn is made of, by whom? God. So we see God has a perfect will and a permissive will. It was not God's will for Saul to be the king over Israel, but he allowed because people want it. Okay? Sometime, many times people told me, we got what we deserve. When we talk about Obama, they say, we, we, we got what we deserve. That is true. So, so this is what I saw. I allowed Obama to be the president so that I could judge this nation. In other words, God allowed Obama to be elected president of the United States for forerunner of the Antichrist in another dream. That's, you see in this picture. You know, there's a Saul getting anointed by Samuel and there's a David. The two different pictures. So there's another thing. When I saw this leader, one of the leader who was shot in my, in, in the dream I saw that this leader was shot in the dream, he's protected by a very strong demon, high-ranking demon. And this high-ranking demon's job is to influence and protect him and create chaos. God told me in another dream that I should pray against that high-ranking demon so he will leave that person and then God will remove that person from his rank and position of power. <clears throat> I must confess here, when 
God showed me who is that person who is controlled by that high-ranking demon. I did not pray much about it. And that's why when God tells us we should take it very, very seriously, seriously, and should pray against those demonic forces of the evil one. So I am really sorry for that. The way we see things today, they are not happening by man, but rather by spiritual force. This high-ranking demon, actually several demons working together in this man. And I was very much shocked because we should know that we wrestle not against the flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers, and doctors of wicked spirits. And we should be praying against those forces of the evil one. Because those guys, those who are doing evil in the country, they are controlled by those demons. And uh, then I saw in this dream, this was a very interesting, very scary dream. Dream of enemies, elite army. God's promise, air forces on your side. This is very interesting dream. In my dream, I saw uh, myself that I'm in the U.S. military, a regular military. And we are in our barracks. And I saw very elite military is coming toward us. I heard, you know, the boots are marching, the sound, and they were coming toward us. And they were in black uniforms, gas masks, you know, you see in the picture, uh, everything. They have all kinds of weapons, big guns, even hand grenades, everything they have. And here we have only small guns. And when this military approached to us, we felt in our hearts that they're coming to kill us. I was very much scared. I said, okay, today we're going to die. But we mustered up all of our courage and we said, when they approached to us, they came close to us, we said to them, if you guys will kill us, if you will kill one of our soldiers, we're going to kill three of your soldiers. They kind of, you know, backed off. You know, they said, no, 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 we're not really coming to kill you guys. We are actually looking for Dr. Luke. We said, who is Dr. Luke? They said, no, the guy who wrote the gospel of Luke. I said, what do you mean? You coming to kill the Christians? They said, yes. And I was very much scared because this whole military is a Christian military. And I am in, in that military. And I thought, I'm going to die today because these guys are much more stronger than we are. And the Lord spoke to me from heaven. The Lord said to me, do not worry. I have prepared an air force and that air force is on your side. I said, Lord, what do you mean? I, you know, when God said to me, air force, I thought, you know, maybe in the color of spring of, you know, air force academy and things. Uh, And uh, the Lord, I said, what do you mean by air force? The Lord said, my angels going to fight on your behalf. And that was one of the things. Since that day, I start praying Psalm 91 every day. Praise God. Glory to Jesus. And then on the other vision I have, I was flying from Denver to Seattle. And as we were about to land, I saw this whole coast is on fire. 
I kind of, you know, like blinking my eyes. Am I really seeing something real? Or what is really going on? And I, you know, like close my eyes, open my eyes, close my eyes, and want to make sure that's oh, where we're going to land now. It's going to be scary. What is happening? So the Lord showed me that this place is going to be be bombed. This city and most of the coastal city is going to be gone. And that's what the Lord was showing to me. I saw ships were burning, houses were burning, rows and rows. And this, this is another thing, you know, I saw. It was very, very shocking things. And then I saw another vision. And the, the Lord showed me in this vision. I saw the riots and chaos. So violent that people were killing each other. The civil war began in Chicago. The Lord showed me the civil war will, will start from Chicago. And it will spread all over. I saw first it happened between whites and black. And then it kind of, you know, all start fighting with each other. The least favorite thing for Christians is a prayer meeting. Many people have been warned America is about to go into a storm capable of destroying our nation. This time, it's not enough to fast and pray separately. This time, we must assemble and pray. We're calling God's people to fast, pray, humble themselves, and seek God's face, asking God to forgive America's sin and heal our land. For once... American Christians must put aside our divisions and unite under Jesus' name for 48 hours, fast, pray for only one thing, our nation. Can American Christians put aside our divisions for 48 hours, fast, and pray? Go to watchmanstrumpet.com, but don't look for any denominations or famous names. They're not there. Spots are limited. Reserve your place. Look unto God. Come fast and pray together for 48 continuous hours. Then watch God begin to heal our land or watch the devil tear it apart. Our choice, watchmanstrumpet.com, watchmanstrumpet.com. When a nuclear device is detonated, the wind blows the dust settling on everything around you. Then you breathe, eat, or absorb radioactive iodine, which then kills your thyroid and kills you. A simple fix is to immediately take potassium iodate pills, which flood your thyroid with good iodine, keeping the radioactive iodine out. You need one bottle per person per exposure for everyone from infant to adult. Ten bottles available for a gift of $225 or $25 per bottle at prophecyclub.com. Shelf life from five to eight years, potentially more if you refrigerate or freeze it. That's prophecyclub.com potassium iodate pills. When a nuclear device goes off, it produces an EMP electromagnetic pulse, and it fries every computer chip unless they're protected. The good news is EMPShield.com has devices a military testing facility says are 100% accurate to protect against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. And they come with simple installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV, and electric generators. You can have electricity in a blackout. EMPShield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. This helps Prophecy Club. That's EMPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. EMPShield.com. 
EMPShield.com. I also just learned that Heaven's Harvest has more food in stock. That's right. Freeze-dried, the coveted freeze-dried food in stock at HeavensHarvest.com. And if you put the promo code in STAN, it helps your Prophecy Club, and it also gets you a packet of heirloom seeds free. HeavensHarvest.com, promo code STAN, S-T-A-N, HeavensHarvest.com, STAN. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins that can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. The easiest way to listen and watch Prophecy Club YouTube videos is to download our free app from the App Store. This is not to be confused with WatchProphecyClub.com, where you can watch 26 years and over 300 DVDs for a subscription of $20 a month to $200 a year. The app allows you to watch our YouTube videos and listen to our radio programs very easily. Go check it out at your app store. Click like, share, and subscribe. Subscribe. 